Different regions of the country have their own style of barbecue. There's Texas barbecue, Memphis barbecue, Georgia barbecue, but there's no Minnesota barbecue. We aim to change that. This is the Up North QCast. If barbecue is your passion, you found your home. If it's about Upper Midwest barbecue, we're talking about it. This is the Up North QCast. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Up North QCast. This is Matt and Tori, and we're about to talk with Tim Parlin. Tim's a good guy. Really, Tim, well, how do you know Tim? You know, I met, I met Tim uh, at a parking lot where they were having a bunch of food trucks, and I pulled into there just to see what was going on, and I ran. He was the first person I talked to, and he was doing barbecue. So we talked, you know, for quite a while, and I was thinking about coming out there, but I said, well, I better not because... He already, they've already got barbecue here. So I just, uh, from that point on, we became friends, trade numbers, and we've, we've we've talked back and forth. Well, that's great. Yeah, I mean, you both do the similar business. Sure. So yep. yeah, that's great. Well, Tim, he's the sole proprietor of the Rolling Smoke. The Rolling Smoke is a barbecue food cart, and he's just finished his first year in business. And he runs wood burning smoker on the back. Mm-hmm. Is that similar to what you do too? Isn't it? No, I, I burn wood, but it's not a total wood burning. Uh, okay. Smoker. So you, you charcoals as well. Well, welcome Tim to the show. How are you doing today? Great, great. Thanks for having me. I'm I'm happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for being a guest. So, so Thank Tim, you. right off the bat, uh, so you say you uh you like to stand out by selling high quality barbecue that's uh different from anything. Um, just, could you tell us more about that? Well, I do. Um, I do the things that um, many other people do. I do ribs and I do pulled pork and I do chicken leg quarters and I, I just try to make them really good. And then uh, things that I have, uh, I have sides that I haven't really seen um, any, anywhere else really. I have, uh, I, I do a, like a smoked squash pasta Ooh. and I do a smoked cabbage. Um, and I also, another big seller of mine are ribbons. So just, uh, it, when I trim down the racks and 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 then I just you know, you trim around all those bones and all those little pieces left are like you know mm-hmm. chewy little. Are they like the rib the rib tips? Yeah, tips, rib I tips. guess you can call yeah. them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, great. Yep. So, so yeah, I, I'm just trying. To, I I I I uh, I love smoking vegetables, and I like try to figure out a way to make them into something tasty that can fit in with my business. Is there some trick to doing a vegetable smoked? I I've tried it and it's it's tricky. Is it is there right. something you do? Um, so squash is pretty durable. Um, I just cut it in half. I leave the skin on, and I mean it's it's almost like a piece of meat. It can it can go pretty high. I do like, you know, I do a, I basically I do a rub on it just like I would do you know, any meat, you know, like with a little paprika and salt and pepper and uh, brown sugar. Mm. I don't do that on the meat, but I, I do that on the squash. And then cabbage is also pretty durable too. And that can, um, I, I basically cut it into eighths and I just, I just kind of smoke all the wedges and it, it, it does take a little while to, uh, cause it's, it's a pretty, pretty sturdy veggie. So those hold up others that I am not using, you know, <laughs> didn't hold up too well or didn't taste great smoked. 
Okay, so, so I kind of so, like playing around with that and experimenting and see what I can come up with. All right, with the with the vegetables, are you using like your your seasoning for your meats, or is it just a, a smoked flavored, you know, smoked vegetable? Um. So, uh, yeah. So the squash is quite different. I I go a little sweeter with that. I mean, it's sweet anyway, I guess, but it, it then to counter counterbalance with the smoke, and that goes pretty good. The uh, the cabbage uh, I, I use. Well, basically, all my rubs are they're like eighty percent salt and pepper, and then a few other things. I kind of re- really relying on the smoke to add the flavor. Okay. But the cabbage, I use I use just that, and then a, like a, you know, like a mustard slather, and uh, that seems to cover pretty well. It sounds good. I I smoked a cabbage once, but I I cut it in half and did it, and it was actually oh, pretty yeah. good. It was di- it was different tasting. I'm I'm a I love cabbage. Yeah, of course. Growing up in Minnesota, that's what we eat is a lot of cabbage. Right, you're right. <laughs> uh, but it's it's well, neat that you're doing a spin on it, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I I, I told so I I quartered it. I did it in half, and there's like a lot that I felt like you know I kind of like the char on it too. So then I quartered it, and then somebody said that that they felt like it wasn't cooked as much as they'd like, and I'm like, you you know, you're kind of right. And so I so I then I just cut it down smaller and smaller till I got it to the point where I, it would hold together, but uh, it would it would cook to a consistency I like. Almost like doing a competition rib, you don't want it overcooked, right? <laughs> right, right, yeah. Speaking of <laughs> you that, you got to find that sweet spot. Yeah. Have Have you ever done competition cooking at all, Tim? I I have not. So this was uh, last year was my first year uh, running my smoker, and um, I I didn't even consider it because I had so many. Uh, I had so many things to learn and, and, uh, just getting it my business up and running. Um, I didn't really, uh, I didn't even really consider doing a competition, but maybe for next year. Well, comps are fun. They're a lot of fun, but they cost money, but you're doing something, you're making money. So yes. Yeah. (laughs) Money for that. Um, can you tell us about your business? It's like a pop-up, but it's a cart. It looked like to me, it's on a trailer frame. Can you tell us about yeah. your, about your cart slash trailer and what's on it and you know kind of how you set up and do your thing? Yeah, well, I, <laughs> that sort of came out of uh, I was always imagining it's some kind of cart I could push around for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I think I was going to do with that, but uh, <laughs> it just <laughs> I can push it around, but it's you know well now I have a hernia. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, it's it's uh, it's very. Um, it's like four feet by seven feet. It's there's there's nothing extra on it. So I have like a I have a smoker. This is built by a blacksmith in uh, Moorhead. Okay. So I have a uh, I have a like a four foot smoker, and then I have a fridge on one end, and on the other side of the smoker I have sinks. Mm-hmm. So I have everything, you know, contained. Very you know, it's just what I need. Mm-hmm. Um, the fridge I thought at one point was too big, but it, it is really not. I use I pack that fridge every time I go out, mm-hmm. and so I I'm, I was envisioning mainly uh, like pulling up on the street and uh, serving from there, and I, and I did that for a while in St. Paul. I'm, so I'm licensed in St. Paul in the northern suburbs, but mm-hmm. St. Paul is really the only place that lets you just pull up on the street that I was licensed, and so um, I've I sort of I do more like uh, farmers markets and uh, breweries and 
and then as I went on, I, I, I started adding a tent and <laughs> my, my little thing became bigger because I just needed more space and more things. But so you it know, is nice for the size. You know, I, 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 I met you out there and, and I follow you. And it seems like yeah. you're doing you're doing pretty good. I mean, in fact, you you called me a couple of times, and 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 uh, you know there was a couple of events that you couldn't you know do yourself, and you asked me to do it right. for you. I say this guy must be busy. <laughs> yeah, I know either that or just bad luck, where I had something planned, where something else awesome great came up, and I think a, a couple of those have been part, were pretty good for you too, huh? Sure. Oh yeah, I, and yeah, I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank, thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. And. and it's, I had a kind of a slow start, but then uh, just meeting other people uh, doing food trucks and trailers and all that and making connections, um, I was able to you know, turn it into a, you know, a pretty good season by the end, and, and I feel pretty good about going into next year. Awesome. So, yeah, it, it's worked out pretty good, yeah. Good. I'd like to ask you about a little bit about how you, like your smoking style. Um, uh, do you use, what kind of woods do you use, and, and do you make your own rubs and sauces? What do you do there? Yeah, yeah. So um, I I tried a bunch of different woods, and and you know I love hickory and all that. That smells great. But uh, I, I use, mainly use red oak, and that's that's kind of a um, I, it's great. It's also an economic kind of point of view too, because I I I only I I'm only powered by wood. I don't have a gas assist or anything like that, so I can burn through a lot of wood in in a day of smoking. And the red oak seems to make it taste really good too, just like a hickory wood or uh, apple wood or anything like that. Um, so as far as rubs go, I, like I said, I basically I'm relying a lot on the smoke to flavor it. I, I use, uh, it's mainly salt and pepper and then just like some garlic, uh, minced garlic in there, uh, some dried onion, um, pretty much that. And then, I also I also do like a mustard vinegar slather on my ribs. Okay. Uh, my sauce I make out of uh, so I smoke tomatoes and, I, and that's the base of my barbecue sauce. Ooh. It's it's kind of chunky. <laughs> it's not like a you, lot of the other barbecue sauces. But you smoke the tomato. You said like the tomatoes. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That's a great approach. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really I love the taste of a smoked tomato. It's 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 really it's bursting with flavor. It's great. So. You definitely start from scratch, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't. You don't buy the. I mean, you probably have other no. things in there, but you, you actually right. use the tomato first. That's your first ingredient. That's that's great. Yeah. Yep. So so with that in mind, then so you've been doing the uh, uh, the food court for a year. How about mm -hmm. cooking? You know, smoking food in general. I mean, how long you've been cooking? How long you've been barbecuing? Well, uh, um, I. I uh, was a line cook for about 15 years through high school and college and then beyond that for a while. And then I, because of that, I sort of was always interested in cooking. So after, um, you know, I had other work, I still, I, you know, I, I bought smokers and I tried out other, you know, I, I'm very interested in cooking and like, just kind of like kind of getting to the base of it and say like, how does this work and why does it taste like this and okay. that kind of thing. Okay. Um, but I don't really, like, yeah, I, I, I was sort of relying on my, uh, line cook skills to carry me <laughs> through this first year. So I know I can do this work. I just, you know, if I, um, just find a market, I, I can make it happen. It so, sounds to me like you have more than yeah. just line cook skills. Oh man. 
Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. If you're actually yeah. starting from scratch in your barbecue sauce, n- n- most people don't do that. And I've yeah. never heard of smoked tomatoes. That's that's on my to do well, list now. I've smoked yeah. things on, you know, like smoked jalapenos and, you know, I've, I've smoked a lot of things too, but I've never done the tomato. I think that's, it, that's genius. <laughs> that's, well, I did, I did get, so, uh, one of the last restaurants I worked at, uh, was in downtown Minneapolis. It was called the pickled parrot and they, they did sort of a Caribbean thing and they had, they had two, uh, gas smokers. And so they do ribs all the time, but they also would do, uh, you would have to run a batch of tomatoes that they do a smoked tomato with uh, the mussels. Oh, and, wow, uh, sure. And so, yeah, so I found that they, I, you know, like they, they did that there and I was like, well, these things are great and they, they should be used in so a they, lot more than that. Are they doing the mussels in the saute pan on the line? Yeah. 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 And throwing some smoke. No, oh, that sounds really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I worked at an Italian restaurant for a few years too. So yeah, I, I kind of get some of that for sure. Right. Wow. Right. What's your what's your specialty that you do? What do you, what sounds like everything's great, but what is the the one thing that you really are most proud of as far as your smoking cooking? Um, well, I I, I got to say it's the ribs, or maybe uh, I don't or the pulled pork. I can I don't know. I can't. I never tire of pulled pork. I can always eat that. But pulled pork is delicious. I mean, I, yeah. One of my favorites yeah. too. If you get it done right, it's just oh, it's right. Yeah. Um, I don't know most. Uh, most of my stuff has been sort of uh, it come out of like, well, what can I do um, with what I have? So it's kind of come out of a point of need, I guess. Okay. Uh, one thing I just started doing toward the end of the season was uh, I started making a smoky chicken salad with all the leftover chicken leg quarters I've made because I'm trying to figure out, like, I can't, like, I don't want to waste anything. And uh, so I'm just trying to figure out what I can, how I can use everything. Being a restaurant so guy, you, you don't waste anything, yeah. do you? No. <laughs> right, right, yeah. You're, you're, you've been trained well. Hopefully, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, how many events do you do a year, approximately, do you think? Well, I did, um, I did three events this year, and I, I'm hoping to do a lot more of that because, well, that's where the money comes from, really, for sure. So I'm, I see, I went into this year not really certain about, um, you know, it, we're still com- coming out of the pandemic and, and uh, I just wasn't real certain about how everything was going. So I, I didn't um, look up into events and stuff as much as I, I, I wish I would have. But next year, for sure, I'm going to be looking into more events. Okay. Along with more events, uh, what, what else can we expect from uh, the Rolling Smoke next year? Um. Well, I am, I, I'm looking at, looking into like doing, uh, other sides and, uh, and maybe possibly other items. Um, I'm, uh, trying to figure out a way to, uh, do a cornbread. I want to, I want to have more of a, a meal that I can serve my ribs with. Cause I'm usually, I'm just selling like, you can have a rack or a half rack or whatever but i think more people would probably buy it if it i could sell a half rack with a cornbread and something else it's probably tough to bake out there i mean to yeah yes it's it's not like you're because you're doing everything pretty much on site aren't you for the most Uh, part i am i I, i'm so i'm either i'm I'm either gonna uh make the cornbread ahead of time yeah prepare that and this uh i have a i have a warming oven which is really just over my wood box so it's just an oven oh sure 
So I'm thinking about uh, trying out a, it's small enough where I can buy a pizza stone that fits on one of the slats and then maybe trying to do something on that Mm -hmm. or just warming things up that I've made in there, like cornbread, that kind of thing. Sure. Okay. Have um, kind of a different question, I guess, but how with the pandemic, how have the meat prices and stuff affected you? Is it, do you, is it been tough for you? Um, I know it's, I'm sure it has Um, a lot of restaurant friends of mine that are still doing the restaurant thing. And, um, it's, it's been tough on business. So I commend you for getting out there and going after it. Yeah. Thanks. I, yeah, I had to change my prices on ribs like three times and then it's just like, well, I'm going to keep it at this price and it's just going to, I'm going to have to get through this year with this, but these, the, the prices did start to kind of come down, uh, at the end of the summer, but yeah, they they were, they were pretty brutal, especially the ribs. Oh yeah. We talked about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think chicken's more available now than it was yeah. before is oh, what yeah. I've been told. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. ch- chicken wings were gone before you couldn't get them. I know Tori right. did, Tori did an event and what did you pay crazy money for chicken wings? I forget what I paid for, but I had to run all over town just to try to find them. I mean, it, it was, I mean, it was the day before. Yeah. Out. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, and you yeah, that, paid an arm and yeah. leg for them too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, it is hard to offer that consistency too when, you know, like, uh, I don't know, I, I mainly, I, I go to Restaurant Depot or Costco and, and mm-hmm. then you're thinking that, you know, like, like I, said, I have three proteins and it's like, well, one, one of them is not really what I said I have on my, my menu. That's kind of, yeah. so there's, I don't know, it, it, it did get a little, little, little tough there in the middle of the summer. Okay. Finding stock. Yeah. Well, Tim, uh, thanks for, for, for joining us. Uh, um, uh, we appreciate the, you know, the, uh, the uh, information and, and I guess one thing I always like to ask you know everyone that comes on the show is where can our listeners find you where, where, where can we uh, learn more about you um, so I have a website uh, uh, the com. I'm also what's probably uh, easier to find me on is Instagram and Facebook that uh, those I you know, update depending, you know, to let people know where I am and what's going on. That I, there, that's probably a lot more active than my website. Great. What part of town are you usually in? Uh, so folks can find you like what part of St. Paul? Um, so I, um, I'm, I've set up, uh, on a couple, uh, different places on the street near, uh, Raymond and university. And I've also set up in parking lots there. Um, I've done uh, the dual citizen brewery, which is right in that area. So that, that area I'm around a lot. Uh, I did the Shoreviews farmer's market. And uh, like I said, I've added uh, a few breweries like Blackstack and uh, I've done, uh, I also got licensed in the County so I could do um, Torg brewery. Um, But I'm going to look into more uh, places in Anoka County uh, next year. That's, that's a, that's a valuable license. You can you can pay a lot of licenses, but that one is pretty good one to have. Can you? Is, are you doing it all week, or is it just weekends? What? When are you out there? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing it all week. So I usually uh, have a cook on Monday because that's not a very big day to sell. I found, and um, and then uh, uh, I do a farmer's market on Tuesday, and then I just try to fill out my schedule through um, um, throughout the week. 
next week I'm gonna uh, next year I'm gonna try to uh, manage my time a little better and decide that it would be nice to have sometimes have two days in a row off that kind of thing. Okay. So I would, I would say this last little little bit here. So the, the breweries, um, uh, I've, I've actually started to um, um, do Summit Brewery, and I'll be doing a few of them over the winter, uh, and mm-hmm. some coming up pretty shortly. But how do you like those? How do you like doing the breweries? Uh, I love doing the breweries. It's uh, I I feel like it's a it's a great match with barbecue. Um, people are happy to see you. It's uh, I I've really had good luck doing breweries. Cool. Excellent. Well, Tim, we have enjoyed talking with you today. You know, you definitely do something unique, a food cart. I've, I never thought, you know, (laughs) barbecue guy would do that. Um, on such a small footprint and, um, you know, if I drive by and I can't stop for some barbecue, I'll honk. How's that sound? <laughs> Sounds great. I hope to see you someday. I know yeah. where you're. I know where you're going to be at. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Great. Well, um, yeah, we appreciate your time today, and um, you know, give us one more time what your website is. It is uh, therollingsmoke.com. Perfect. Thanks a lot for your time today, Tim. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Thanks so much. All right. Take care. You've been listening to the Up North QCast. Putting barbecue in Minnesota on the map. The Upper Midwest should be recognized on a national level for our barbecue. And we aim to make that happen. We hope you've enjoyed the show. And we hope you've gotten some useful and practical information to make your barbecue shine. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, try our rubs online at Butter and Spice co.com that's butter and spice co.com make sure to like the facebook page at the up north qcast find out more about us and keep up at up north qcast.com see you next time